Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. To Miracle Internet Church. Amen. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I'm so happy that you were able to join us. The Lord is here, and we have a word from the Lord tonight. Amen. I'm just thrilled that we're getting through the heat of the summer, and um, the Lord is helping us in many different ways, some of us financially, some of us physically some of us emotionally, but the Lord is here to help us. Amen. If you have been tempted to go back to your old uh, support system or your old lean-tos, I would suggest that you drop that idea immediately because that's not the way Christianity works. When you come to the Lord, those old things you used to lean on when times got a little difficult or you got frightened, or your nerves seemed like they were popping out of your head. You don't go back to them now. You go to the Lord. You see, the Holy Spirit is our official comforter. And if you need comfort, you ask the Holy Spirit to comfort you. That is correct. Jesus said he would not leave us comfortless, but he would send us the Holy Spirit. So anytime you need comfort, the Holy Spirit is available to you. Amen? So you have no need to go back to your old lean-tos, your old um, whatever it is you used to prop yourself up with before. There's just no need. All of those things have been replaced by the power of the Holy Spirit. So you can't go to the Lord whining about, well, you just, that won't work. You have a solution. You have a remedy. The Godhead. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So, I want to encourage you to draw close to the Lord himself. And don't depend on the way you used to think, the way you used to believe. That's the part that you're supposed to be dropping off. It's supposed to be crucified with Christ. You're supposed to be turning from your old wicked ways. Amen and growing in the grace of God. Amen. So if you can't quite figure it out, you can write me at gproom at outlook.com. Amen. Praise the Lord. And a hearty good evening to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, non-denominational, Protestant, global church, and we welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that is, wherever you are on the globe. So, thank you for joining us. We encourage everyone to join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner at the top, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. 
click that link. When the page changes, click guest. When the page changes, sign in using your name, one of those names that's on your birth certificate, and greet the saints in the name of the Lord, and the saints will respond in kind to you. If you're using a cell phone, you use much the same procedure. You use your browser to find Miracle Internet Church. When the page comes up across the top, you'll see three white lines against a black background. The three white lines is your link. It opens up all the other links to you. And after that, you may use the instructions previously given. Amen. We welcome you again in the name of the Lord, and we pray that you will join us again. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Saints, we live in trying times. Of course, you've noticed, I'm certain, but we really are. We really are. Things are heating up. Uh, People who um, you didn't know they had a perspective, all of a sudden their mouth is open, spewing something out, whether it's right or wrong. And uh, the apostate church, apostate, yes, that means they fell away from Christ. They're still going through the motions now, going to church, sitting on the pew, doing what you do, but they've actually fallen away from Christ. They've become far more evident than before. And um, we've prayed for them many times. We've spent years praying for them. And I pray still that many of them turn back to Christ before it's too late. Amen? Because it appears from the way things are now that there's going to be a lot of that, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity, I never knew you. And none of us want to hear that. So I would encourage you to cling to the word and to develop a love for the truth. A love for the truth, not a love for what's popular, a love for the truth. Jesus is truth to us. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So we have the opportunity to have truth in every area of our lives. Amen? Amen. We don't have to walk in darkness. He said that if we followed him, we'd have the light of life, that he would be light in our darkness. So, Seeing as we have such wonderful promises, we should be mindful to take advantage of them. Amen? Praise the Lord. And that begins with believing the promise. You know, some of you sit up and listen, and listen earnestly to what's taught here. But the problem is you've yet to believe it. And how do you know that we don't believe it, Pastor? Because when the time of pressure comes, What comes out of you is not the word. It's the old life. It surfaces to let you know it's still there. In the time of pressure or temptation, what comes out of your mouth is not the word. It's the old life. You see, the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you listen to yourself and you hear yourself saying things from the old life, you you know that's a place you need to dig. You need to dig deep with the Lord. You and the Lord need to go on, on an excavation. 
and get that thing out of you because that place is reserved for the word of God. That place in your life, the word should be. Amen? Not the old life. So we want to thank God for showing us in our own lives where we're missing him because we don't want to miss him. Amen? Whenever the Holy Spirit takes us away, we want to be ready when it's time to go. So I pray that everyone has their mind fixed on this because it's extremely important. You know, the time is drawing closer and closer. And that means it's more critical that we watch our walk before the Lord. Amen? That we watch our walk before the Lord. That we pay attention to those little promptings by the Holy Spirit. That we repent frequently. Amen? It matters. That we don't forget the power in the name of Jesus. And that we don't neglect the blood of Jesus Christ in our lives. Amen? At this stage, this would not be a good time to backslide. You might not make it back. Amen? This would not be the season to backslide. You might not make it back. So let that be a warning to whomever needs it. This is the time to cling to Jesus with everything in you, because the winds of adversity are blowing. And if you're not anchored in him, you may well be blown away. Amen. The Lord. So let's let's begin with some prayer tonight. We want to thank the Lord for the opportunity to meet with him, to commune with him, to fellowship with the saints, with the body of Christ, and to receive the word, amen, to receive the word of God. We want to thank the Lord for his goodness, for his mercy, for his grace, and surely for his forgiveness. Amen. Certainly for his forgiveness. We all need it. Amen. Because we certainly all need it. So, uh, I want to say, don't get so caught up with what you have to do every day that you neglect your time with the Lord. Yes, life can be very interrupting. It has a way of doing that. But at some point, even if it's just before you fall asleep, Spend some time with the Lord. Amen? It's necessary. If he wakes you up at 2 in the morning for you to pray, it's because you need to pray not just for others, but so that you don't backslide. Amen? He's waking you up to pray, sometimes for you to repent of things you did before you went to sleep and forgot about. Attitudes that might have been in your heart, thoughts that might have been in your mind. Finish working it out with the Lord, saints. You never know when he's coming. If he wakes you up at 1 or 2 in the morning to pray, it's time to pray. 
He's got a point. He's got a reason. And don't ignore him and don't brush him off. Amen. Let's go with it. You know, rub that sleep right out of your eyes and sit right up straight and begin to pray. Amen. Begin to pray. But I got to get some sleep. No, you got to make it to heaven. You need to look at it that way. But if I don't get, you need to make heaven. By four in the evening, we might not be here anymore. You need to wake up when he wakes you up. Amen. That's the word of the Lord. Amen. Some, it's to keep you from backsliding. It's essential. So wake up. Amen. Wake up. Shake yourself. Self, come on. The Lord's calling. I need to get I need to get up. You know your way to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Come on. You can find your way there. You already know with your eyes closed what where the faucet is. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll make it. Amen. And when it's necessary, the Lord will give you time to catch a nap. All you need is a power nap and you can keep going. Praise the Lord. Amen. You'll be all right. Just put on your shoes so you don't bump your toe. You'll be fine. You'll be okay. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, you call us on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Lord, dress us in your armor. Thank you. Dress us in your armor. Amen. Dress us in your armor. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the armor that you have provided for us to wear for protection from all assaults. Help us to remember to put on each piece of your armor carefully every day and to never forget to dress ourselves in your protective gear. We will gird up our loins with your truth and put on the breastplate of righteousness that Jesus has provided. We will wear the shoes of the preparation of your gospel of peace and will buckle the shield of faith to us. On our head, we will place the helmet of salvation as we take up the sword of the Spirit, your word. We will pray with all supplication, all entreaty in your spirit, and will faithfully watch thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Father, give us insight into the cunning craftiness of the enemy, Lord, and prepare us to stand against him in your faith and power. Thank you for showing us that there is indeed a warfare taking place and that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, the rulers of darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Through your power, we will be sober. We're going to be some serious saints, Lord, and vigilant, Father, while we wear your armor because we realize that our adversary, the devil, walks about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. With your help and your grace, Father, we will resist him 
and he will flee from us according to your word. Your protection keeps us safe, Lord. How grateful we are that we do not have to engage in spiritual warfare in our flesh because the weapons you've given to us are not carnal. They're not earthed. They are mighty through you, Father, to the tearing down of every stronghold. It is your power that enables us to cast down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Through your grace and power, we will bring every thought into captivity to obedience to you. Through your grace and power, we will bring every thought, every thought into captivity to obedience to you. Thank you for the spiritual power that you are imparting to us, Father, and for the protection which your armor gives to us. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We just want to worship you, Lord. It's been an interesting week, Lord, and we want to thank you for bringing us through. We want to thank you for the wisdom. We want to thank you for your intervention. We want to thank you for your ever-abounding grace, for the knowledge that came to us when we weren't even thinking about it, for the directions that you gave us, for the instructions that you imparted. We want to thank you. We needed it, Lord. We thought we were doing the wrong thing, but it turned out it was the right thing. Thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for wisdom in human interaction. We want to thank you that we can bind the magic touch. We want to thank you that you did not allow us to be thoughtless, mindless while we were in the bank and that we see the devil before he could penetrate. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving us the wisdom and the instruction and knowledge that we need to penetrate the enemy line. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Keep us true to your word, Father. Keep us true to your word and to you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Father, we lift up all of our our candidates, all of our members going off to college. Cover them, Lord. Cover them. And don't let their helmet ever come off. Pat used to say that parents send their, they raise them to be Christians, they send them off to college, and when they get back, they're straight, unbelieving heathen. Lord, don't let that happen to these. We're covering them with the blood. We're submerging them under the blood. We're binding the devil off of their minds and off of their hearts and off of their emotions. And we are asking you, Lord, to set them in straight paths of righteousness for your namesake. We ask you, Lord, to order their steps. We ask you, Lord, to keep them safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. We ask you, Lord, to make them alert 
they're so caught up in what they're doing, sometimes they're not alert. You know, the cell phone talks louder than you to some of them. But, Lord, you know how to get through. We want to thank you for that. We ask you to keep evil and wicked persons away from them. We bind them away now in the name of Jesus. We bind evil and wicked persons away from them in the name of Jesus Christ. Wholesome, godly acquaintances, Lord. Wholesome, godly acquaintances in the name of Jesus. Let them remember the spiritual warfare that they've been taught and let them use it. It's wonderful to get taught, but if you don't use it, well, then what? You're subject to the enemy. So, Father, we ask you to keep them, their minds, keep their hearts, keep their attention. Help them to remember the things that you've taught them and what you've trained them in, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that the enemy will not be successful in his wiles against their souls in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you will hold them dear. We thank you, Lord, that you will hold them dear and hold them accountable for how they walk before you. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to thank you, Jesus. Hey, Lord, Our school children will be going back in about a month. Help them, Lord, to prepare for what's ahead. Summer might be fun, but school is coming. Help help us all, Lord, to prepare. Parents, aunties, uncles, cousins, and our students, Lord. Help them to learn. Give them good teachers and instructors, not sexual perverts. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. We bind wickedness away from them in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over the little wizards, warlocks, and witches that will be in their classes. We bind them in their evil works in the name of Jesus, and we ask that you save those children's soul before it's too late. We bind all of their little witchcrafts that they have learned. Witchcraft is not fascinating. Witchcraft is a slow road to hell. We thank you. We give you praise for it. We ask, Lord, that you give them instructors that are not sexually perverted in Jesus' name. Amen. The teacher won't be seducing our children in Jesus' name or showing them or introducing them into inappropriate formation and teaching in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. Father, 
We ask that you go throughout the school systems all over the world and remove from those systems those that are perverted, those that are predators in the name of Jesus. We bind their predatory demons in the name of Jesus. We bind demonic curiosity in our children in the name of Jesus. We ask, Father, that you give our school officials the strength and the courage to do what is right according to the word of God. Thank you, Lord, for removing people from the classroom and from the schools that are perverted, that are sexual predators, that are molesters, that are seducers, that are liars in the name of Jesus, that are liars. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you and we give you praise for it, Father. We thank you and we give you praise. We take authority, dominion, and power over the restrooms at school. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you, and we give you praise, Lord. We thank you, and we give you praise. Isha, even down to preschool, Lord. Ruka de de brisha la de yosura. Ike de de yosura la de yosunda de brisha de diala la de yosura. Registe de rakakur, kuhurikisa de de brisha la de de. Red de de brusa la de de asar, rukuhurikahashai. Red la de yosunda de brisha la de yosunda de yosura la de yokura. We take authority, dominion, and power over their fears in the name of Jesus. We bind fear in our students in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind fear, fear of the unknown, fear of the unusual. I don't know what to do about this. The Holy Spirit lives in our children. If they ask, he will answer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits of insecurity, spirits of worry, spirits of anger and envy and jealousy and tension, 
and frustration. We take authority, dominion, and power over weaknesses and lying and stealing and cheating and arguing. We bind these spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask that you guard their minds, that you guard their minds, that the blood of Jesus and the love of God guard their minds. And when things are shown in school that are inappropriate, that they will turn away. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your promise. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we put in your hands all the strong, self-willed children. You know, childishness abounds at that age. Insecurity, don't want to grow up. Tantrums, fits, not wanting to obey. Laziness, always wanting their way. Father, the fear of rejection, being double-minded, not wanting to be an outcast, bullies, unblocked learning, spatial confusion, motor and other perceptual defects, Memory problems, failure to concentrate, communication skills, impulsiveness, short attention span, learning disabilities, fear of learning disabilities, slow reader, slow hearer, mental blocks, social problems as they are called. We bind self-rejection, self-accusation. Accusations of others, inferiority, fear of judgment, self-pity, false compassion, depression, despair, discouragement, hopelessness, suicide, guilt and condemnation, shame and unworthiness, pride, vanity, ego, intolerance, impatience, perfection, withdrawal, pouting unreality, vivid imagination that leads them into trouble, timidity and shyness, loneliness, sensitiveness, talkativeness, nervous tension, fear of people, and inherited insanity. We bind those demons in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command them to come up and out of our children and out of us in the name of Jesus. We, that means you all have to cough now. We command them to come up and out in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Never to return into the spiritual cage, into the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. All this self-consciousness, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to come up and out and never to torment them again in Jesus' holy name. Never torment them again. Father, we thank you that our loins are girded about with the spirit of your truth. 
And we wear your breastplate of righteousness. Our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We take the shield of faith so that we are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We wear the helmet of salvation, and we take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We are covered by the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for linking shields. We thank you for the angels that you have given and assigned to each of us to watch over us and to protect us. We thank you for your praising, angels, in the name of Jesus. We cast down all imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and brings every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the fear of demons in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We thank you for the grace that you supply, Lord. We thank you for health, for divine health. Just because somebody brought it to school and it passes around doesn't mean we're going to catch it. We bind that in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask that you keep all of our students healthy and safe in Jesus' name. We give you the praise, Lord. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic ages, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the right. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar electronic digital technology demons, and their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, all devils and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and techno-paganism and mind control by the occult and those attacks. We bind forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulates modern technology. Pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. Weariness, we take authority, dominion, and power over you in the name of Jesus Christ. Tiredness, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of the saints of God. Come out of the saints of God. Come out right now. Weariness and tiredness. We bind all vampire spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out. Come out. Being weary and fainting in your mind, we bind you in the name of Jesus. Come out. 
come out of God's people. You have no right to be there in the name of Jesus Christ. Binding all unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils in their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, sorcery, uh, devils, and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all whoredom spirits in their attacks, womanizing spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons, and their attacks, all microwave attacks, all EMF attacks, all beams being sent to us, all beams being sent against us in the name of Jesus, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks and the work of every druid. Amen. We bind all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We are binding all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and all components, everything coming from what we call outer space, from the satellite, through the cell towers, and through our devices in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, amen, Father. We bind all EMF attacks in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, North American, South American, European, Chinese, Japanese, Indonesian, Malaysian. Russian, Italian, African, 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 North African. Arabian, Rukaha, Ya Israeli, Rike da Rugorigisa de Abrisha, Runga de Abrisha, Yosula de Akaha, Raku de Abrish, Cuban, Ruka de Abrasata, Abroca de Ria, Roca de Abrisha, Haitian, Rumbaba, Rugonde de Abrisha, Runga de Abrisha, Yosunda de Abrakaha, Rudorobrese, Rike de Tribal, Global Cabal, Ruka de Abrisha, Indigenous Group. And the work of every shaman in the and the obeda man in the name of Jesus. We pull down and destroy all false shields of protection in the name of Jesus Christ. Every shield is not provided by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. We attack those shields and we pull them down. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks and every attack 
and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal form, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture and in every culture worldwide. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing minds, hyperactivity in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that our students will be able to pay attention and to focus in Jesus' name. We cut away from their mind all binding, all cords, all garlands that keep their attention focused elsewhere in the name of Jesus. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, Hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. Amen. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust. Uh, addictions and the spirit of gluttony We return to sender According to the covenant All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack Psychic weapon, retaliation All avenging, all blowbacks All vengeance, blood rituals Every boomerang, each payback And all requiting of our righteous warfare In Jesus' name We bind all attacks that come against us While we're on the air in the name of Jesus Thank you Lord This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual Ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and against the satellites and the website in Jesus' name. We send it back. In the name of Jesus. Every attack in our cell phones is bound. We bind the technology and the electronic and the cell phone demons in Jesus' name. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness in the name of Jesus, and we call for the electricity in the cell phones to go back and attack the demons in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We send back all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, hexes, voodoo, charms, and such in Jesus' name. Nigerian witchcraft, Chaldean witchcraft, Spanish witchcraft, and all other 
Tribal expressions of the occult in Jesus' name. We break and destroy our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food, drink, and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes of spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind you. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebel spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body out of experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We take away his armor. We put out his fire. We cut off his, his heads in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Reiki. We break his death roll in Jesus' holy name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, idol mind, unfocused mind, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. In Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the demons that are in our minds. Some of them are, are generational. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We say you must come out. We break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your grip and hold in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of our thought lives. Come out of our thought lives. Come out of our thought lives. Stop affecting our emotions in the name of Jesus. Every demon that's in our soul, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain it with eternal chains under darkness. We send it into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Come on out. Deep breath and cough. Come on out, in the name of Jesus. Preoccupation with the issues of the day, bound in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for that, Father. In the name of Jesus. 
Thank you for that. Rala la dio sur, rikiha la dio suta, rike de bruscha la dio curra kahaba, rike de bruscha la dio sundera rike de dio sula la dia sata, rikite, rike da bushe de dio curra kiha la dio sundera bri, rakaba baba 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 rokoto rubrisha la dia sa. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On. And all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and 72 in Jesus' name. And we chain you with eternal chains under darkness, send you into the spiritual cage, to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the work of all, and all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, Design signals. We take authority, dominion, and power, and we bind you. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Thank you, Lord. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pact, prayer, act, spirit, the spirits that they traffic in, in Jesus' name. And also those of the associated organizations. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grips, and Freemasonry in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We return their afflictions back where they came from according to the covenant. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. Turn and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcrafts back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We bind the rituals of every secret society in Jesus' name and the powers and demons that they evoke. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive. What the Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the husband-wife couple that are members of Miracle Internet Church will take some time in the days to come, show and to speak their appreciation one for the other in Jesus' name. Eh. 
I take authority, dominion, and power over taking the spouse for granted in Jesus' name. For assuming, instead of assuring, for e over evil and wicked communications, I take authority, dominion, and power over dishonesty. For circumventing, for hiding, for being disingenuous, for being unkind, Father, we ask for conviction and repentance that you will reestablish the bonds of love between them in the name of Jesus Christ. They will no longer defraud one another. Lord, clear the way for trust once again. Clear the way for trust. We bind unforgiveness and we bind roots of bitterness, fault finding, accusations. We bind them in the name of Jesus. Satan, we bind you in Jesus' name. And, Father, we give you the praise. We give you the praise. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere especially those that are being persecuted and were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place in the name of Jesus. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies and your right hand shall save us. Father, we lift up to you uh, the sisters that contacted me that her till isn't right. Father, we ask you to rectify the situation in the name of Jesus. We bind every demon and every lying spirit and every thief in the name of Jesus. We give you the praise. Every error, error is covered with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus and our mode of transportation, whatever it may be. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interferences in the road, whether animals, demons, people, objects, whatever it may be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that your angels go forth ahead of us, Father, and give us right paths 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over reckless driving and reckless drivers in the name of Jesus. They put other people's lives in danger. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your judgment. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We cover our airspace with the blood of Jesus Christ. Our airspace, all that's coming from underneath the ground, from in the heavenlies, and from the airways in the name of Jesus. We declare where we are to be holy ground in Jesus' name. As we rest, Lord, we take authority, dominion, and power over demons that would attack in dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, any interference trying to feed us in our dreams. I take authority, dominion, and power over everything that was fed to us or given us to drink in the dreams. We command the poison to be bound and come out now in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. That means it's time for you to call. Up and out. Come on out. Come on out of all of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Deep breath and cough from your gut, not your throat. We pull out any sharp pain in the name of Jesus. We pull out all voodoo pins, fiery darts, pins, needles, spears. All witchcraft, curses, we return it where it came from in the name of Jesus. All evil birds, wickedness over us, we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we ask you, Father, to dispense with them in the name of Jesus. We cut and destroy. All ungodly silver cords, ley lines, ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in the name of Jesus. We break the power of every charm, love spell, vex, hex, curse, all other charms, all psychic thoughts and psychic prayers, witchcraft, fetishes, magic, bewitchments, death, potions, jinctions, all mind control, brain frequency meditation, torment, pain, sickness, destruction, chanting, ungodly blessings, incantations, incense and candle burning, crystals, root work, tribal ritual sins, hoodoo, voodoo, and all other works of ungodliness, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send you back where you came from. You don't have any business with us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we forbid any demon for strengthening any witch, warlock, or wizard in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We return to sender spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, 
Rakakuri Shitera, blindness, rope bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. We thank you, Lord, for freedom in the spirit. We thank you, Lord, for freedom in the Lord. We thank you, Lord, for liberty, for whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So I loose upon the saints of Miracle Outreach Ministries the liberty that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our featured psalm for tonight is Psalm 23. Psalm 23. And our verses for meditation come from the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. And our featured ebook is Sexual Marine Spirit, Husbands, Wives, Watermates. Amen? Amen. Needs to be read. Praise the Lord. So tonight we're going to talk about penetrate enemy line. Penetrate enemy line. Praise the Lord. Father, we want to thank you for this word, and we ask you to see to it that none of it leaves our hearts, that the enemy doesn't come by and steal it from us. We bind the thief in the name of Jesus, and we hold on to the word of God in Jesus' name. Cry the battle cry, saints. Penetrate the battle lines of the enemy. The weapons which God has given to us to penetrate into the spirit, to break through enemy territory, to bind the power of the enemy, and to destroy Satan's strongholds are the mighty weapons of prayer and fasting, the weapons which God has given to us to penetrate into the spirit through the enemy territory, to bind the power of the enemy, And to destroy Satan's strongholds are the mighty weapons of prayer and fasting. Praise the Lord. Join me in Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9, verse 29. Mark, the gospel of Mark chapter 9, verse 29. And Jesus speaking, he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. Now, I want to remind you that in some other versions of the Bible, we we use only the King James Version. Some other versions, this entire scripture has been uh, left out. This entire scripture has been left out of some other versions of the Bible. Amen. Thank you. Some of you have asked why we use this one. That's one of the reasons. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. How be it, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. Amen. Praise the Lord. You need to highlight these scriptures in your Bible, saints. We are wrestling, fighting, 
against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Ephesians, New Testament, chapter 6 verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. Organized demonic forces, spiritual powers, and rulers of darkness, spirits of violence, spirits of confusion, spirits of greed, spirits of hate, murder, rebellion, fear, lust, perversion, and more that are hovering over our cities, over our neighborhoods, over our communities, and over our nation. There are spirits of witchcraft everywhere. Amen. If you thought you could pack up and run away to this nice little place in in the country where there is no witchcraft, you're going to be highly disappointed when you discover that witchcraft is there. Praise the Lord. I know there are people who think they can pack up and run from everything. Some people, that's their way of life. If another ethnic group moves into the neighborhood, what do they do? Put their house up for sale, pack up, and leave. I've seen it. Amen? I've seen it. I'm not so sure God did that. I'm certain he did. Amen? Whenever people come in that are new and different, and they decide these people are unacceptable, they don't know them, but they've determined they're unacceptable, they pack up and move. They run. They have flight patterns, you know? And they do it in in hordes of people, groups of people. They just move. I got to go. Can't stay here anymore. Hmm. Well, amen. We'll let the Lord take care of that. There are, they are everywhere. On the streets, in our places of work, in schools, everywhere. The devil is everywhere. Not necessarily Satan. But he's got enough agents, so there's no place you can run and hide except in Christ. Amen? You better learn to get your armor on and to do spiritual warfare effectively. Praise the Lord. Amen. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen? That's what the Lord called us to do. Their objective are clear and easily seen by true believers. Their objectives are clear, easily seen by true believers. Their objective is to tear down and to destroy all that is holy, all that is pure, all morality, all sense of decency. Yes, there are powers, principalities, 
rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, and their objective is to tear down, to destroy all that is holy, all that is pure, all morality, and all sense of decency. Their objective is to destroy and tear down government, to pervert justice, and to establish atheistic, immoral leaders. I'll give you that one again. Their objective is to destroy and tear down government, to pervert justice, and to establish atheistic, immoral leaders. All right, let's go to the next objective. Their objective is to destroy democracy and to establish communism as the ruling political force on the earth. The principalities, the powers, the rulers of darkness, the spiritual wickedness in high places, Their objective is to destroy democracy and establish communism as the ruling political force on the earth. Mm -hmm. Their objective, credit Christian leaders, to weaken godly influence in our cities and countries and to silence their voices or else we're just going to block them from the Internet, block them from social media, and pretend they don't exist. And whatever they say, we're going to call it disinformation. Whenever the truth comes forth, we're going to call it disinformation. We're going to label it, and we're going to call it disinformation. Or we're going to backtrack and call it, we're going to call it and label it a conspiracy theory. Their objective is to divide the body of Christ. Their objective is to divide the body of Christ, to bring division and strife within churches, to get the church sidetracked, from its true purpose of winning souls into the kingdom of God. Their objective is to divide the body of Christ, to bring division and strife within churches, to get the church sidetracked mission. From its true purpose of winning souls into the kingdom of God. Their objective, these principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in high places, their objective is to destroy family, to destroy family, to turn husbands and wives against one another, to sow seeds of rebellion in the hearts of the teenagers. You know, they walk around the house with their earplugs in because they don't want to hear you. They'll turn on whatever music they want to listen to that they know is not holy, it's downright ungodly. 
they're going to listen to that because they don't want to hear what the parents have to say to them. Well, I've got news for you. There's a judgment on that in the name of Jesus. Yes, there is. You know how it is. They get to be teenagers. And then they don't want to sit there and watch uh, television with you, whatever uh, documentary might be on, something to teach them something that they didn't learn in school, something to open up their imagination to things that they ought to know about. No, they don't want to watch that with you. They want to go off in their rooms by themselves and isolate themselves so they can sit there with the devil. Or... They're entranced by that electronic device that you bought them called the cell phone. Thumbs moving, but they ignore you. Amen. Yes, I'm talking about it. You know, I the last time I went um, <clears throat> to listen uh, to um, some uh, symphonic music, I was in the theater, and there was a family sitting in front of me a husband and a wife, and their teenagers. And guess what? All three of them were on their cell phones. There was no interaction, no communication between the three of them. All right, so the people that were in charge of the event on the stage and made the usual announcement about no cell phones, no pictures, uh, no movies, No, you cannot record these people's performance. And what does the teenager begin to do? The very thing that the announcer says not to do. That's called rebellion. The parents, in the meantime, each of them are engrossed in their own cell phones with whatever that was. So I was talking to the gentleman sitting next to me whose name I don't know to this day. And I began to discuss how rebellious teenagers are and how they will sit in the theater, hear the announcement, clearly understand it, but then begin to violate those rules immediately. And I said it loud enough for the parents to hear. So they finally got the point that I'm talking to them about their child. See, you can sit there and say nothing, or you can raise your voice. Amen. You know, uh, I, you know, TV used to be the main babysitter, but now it's the cell phone. Nobody has to interact with anybody. Nobody has to discuss the events of the day. Nobody has to talk to anybody about anything meaningful or important because your nose is stuck in a cell phone while the cell phone is controlling your mind and your thoughts. Amen. Amen. And for those that don't know, Apple, you know, Steve Jobs was a Buddhist, and he dedicated whatever he did, all his works, to Buddha. And, yes, you went out and bought an iPhone. Uh Uh-huh. I know you didn't know, but now you know. Praise the Lord. Amen. Their objective is to destroy families, to turn husbands and wives against one another, to sow seeds of rebellion in the hearts of the teenagers, to cause feelings of rejection, mistrust, 
bitterness, and resentment. Uh-huh. Their objective is to stop you from reading and studying the word. To hinder you from applying the word of God to your life. To stop you from doing God's will. Amen. These evil powers and principalities have established strongholds in our cities, in our neighborhoods, in our homes, in our communities, in our nation, in, and in our lives, that no bomb or nuclear weapon, no carnal earthly weapon, which any nation possesses, can destroy. Amen. The power strong enough to penetrate these evil forces and pull down these strongholds in the nations of the earth are the prayers and fastings of God's people. Not just any people. The Hindus can't come join your fast. The Buddhists can't come join your fast. The Muslims can't come join your fast. They don't belong to Jesus. They have another God. Consider for a moment the battles which you are facing right now. Consider. Now realize strongholds that Satan has tried to build in your life, in your home, in your community, and in your nation. Think about that. You got to think about the battle which you are facing right now. And while you're thinking about that, realize the stronghold that the devil's tried to build in your life, in your home, in your community, in your neighborhood, in your nation, on your job. Think about it. It's real. You may even be facing situations and problems which tempt you to be confused and afraid. But we know that God is not the author of confusion. And he has told us over 300 times in the scriptures to fear not. Amen? He's told us that he is not the author of confusion, but of peace. He has told us over 300 times in Scripture to fear not, to not be afraid. To disregard his words to us is sin. Amen. That is the truth. Praise the Lord. You haven't determined 
how to pray yet concerning these matters. You're still mulling it over in your mind. Well, well, saints, God the Holy Spirit is your helper and comforter. I've got a couple of sermons in the archive that speak to this. If you will ask the Holy Spirit to take you to them, he will. No, they are not on YouTube. All of our sermons are not on YouTube, for those of you who insist on staying there. All of our sermons are on the website, MiracleInternetChurch.com. Amen? Praise the Lord. Well, saints, if you ask the Holy Spirit, he will help you. But you do have to ask. It's not that you are left without help or comfort. It's that you have a tendency not to turn to your help and your comfort. Ah, that's it. God, the Holy Spirit, is your helper and comforter. Did you ask him? No. You sat there and why? You didn't ask the Holy Spirit to comfort you. You prefer your tradition of whining. Whining is a work of the flesh. So you're not in the spirit when you're doing your whining. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. You may be facing attacks in your finances. Maybe that your debts keep piling up, and regardless of how much you struggle and try, there seems to be not enough money to keep up. Well, guess what? Philippians 4.19 holds your answer. Psalm 23, verse 1 holds your answer. But you actually have to believe those words. You can't just read them. That's called mental assent. You have to believe it. When the pressure comes, when the stress comes, when the temptation comes, what comes out of your mouth, it's Philippians 4.19 and Psalm 23, verse 1. Other than that, you're still in the flesh. You're still in your old wicked ways. You're still depending on works of the flesh to get you through instead of depending on the grace of God. Amen. It's real. You may have even allowed your mind to be in constant turmoil by focusing on the problem instead of focusing on the word of God. Well, let's join together at Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philipp, you know where Philippians is. 
Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, And if there be any praise, think on these things. And if you have a tendency to gossip, think on these things. If you have a tendency to repeat rumors, think on these things. If you have a tendency for anxiety, stress, and fretting, think on these things. If you have a tendency to distrust God, think on these things. Let's say it again. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, well, that cancels out most of your gossip. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. That's not a suggestion. That's a command. Amen. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself. Don't keep stirring yourself up by just stirring that memory, and it just churns in you over and over and over. You could have made butter with the time that you spend churning those thoughts over and over and over in you. Yes, it's so. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him, for your bright idea to come up. No, wait for him. Fret not thyself. Stop the fretting. It's not necessary. It won't bring you peace, and it won't bring the answer nor the solution. You may have been worrying about what you are going to do and where you are going to get the money you need. Well, I can tell you where to find it. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Amen. Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 31. Beginning with verse 31, therefore, take no thought, there it is, there's all that anxiety and fretting right there, you're not supposed to take it, it's poison to your mind, it's poison to your mind, take no thought, saying, how do you know you've taken the thought, because it starts to come out of your mouth, see, saying, S-A-Y-I-N-G. Take 
no thought saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? The new school year is starting, and we haven't saved up enough money to buy new school clothes. All these things do the Gentiles seek. You see, they don't know God, and they do that. That's how they handle it. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. We just talked about that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing it. And all these things shall be what? Added unto you. Mm-hmm. Added unto you. Praise the Lord. Added. Highlight added unto you. Praise the Lord. You may have been attacked physically and mentally. Your struggle seems to be great. Your strength seems to be gone. Discouragement and doubt are setting in. Really? Well, let's go to Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40, Old Testament. Isaiah chapter 40, beginning with verse 28. God wants to talk. We're going to listen. Amen? Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint, and God is not a liar. But you have to follow the instructions, you see. Mm-hmm. You must follow the instructions. There is a time when God will lay you down in green pastures and lead you beside still water so that he can restore your soul. Amen. You may have a family member who desperately needs more of the Lord, but resists every suggestion to change. 
know that God will break the pride power. But what should you do? Well, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That's what you do. There it is. There's the answer you've been looking for. You may be seeking God for direction to hear his voice, to know his will concerning important decisions that you need to make. Well, there's an answer for you. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6. Proverbs. Chapter 3, verse 6. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. That means before you strut out to do it your way, you go seek his face. And you wait for his answers. And he shall direct thy path. And try not to be impatient. Amen? Amen. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct, he shall direct, he shall direct thy path. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. Commit thy works to the Lord. Commit. What do you mean by commit my my works unto the Lord? Well, that's not hard. That's not hard at all. You know what that means. You're just not thinking. Commit thy works unto the Lord. Really? Yes. Hand them over to him. Hand them over to him? Uh Uh-huh. That's what I said. Yes. Hand them over. But I have to hand them over. Hand, Hand them over. Hand them over? Yes. Transfer. Transfer it to the Lord. Transfer, yes, you can do this. Transfer what you're planning to do over to the Lord. Well, how do I do that? You open your mouth and say what you need to say to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm putting this matter into the hands of the Godhead. 
I thank you for your answers and solutions, and I thank you that the word declares to me that you will establish my thoughts concerning you. I give you praise. Let's see, how long did that take? Was that a whole minute? I don't think so. Amen. Amen. You see, we have the word, but we need to use it. It's wonderful to have it, but if you don't turn it on, crank it up, press the button, rub it in, apply it to your life, you don't get the answer. It must be applied to your life. Amen. There we go. I knew you wanted to know those things. Amen. So, you have done everything you know to do. You have wept. You have pleaded. You have cried out to God. Yet, to you, it seems as if the heavens are brass. That somehow, your prayers aren't getting through. You say... How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts, having sorrows in my heart daily? How long? How long? Shall my enemy be exalted over me? Yes. That's a good question. But there's a better answer. Saints, God has not left you alone. He promises never to leave you and never to forsake you or abandon you. He tells us in the scriptures, we've covered this before, that he listens to our prayers intently. No, he's not uh, eating dinner and he doesn't want to be interrupted. No, no, no. That's on earth. That's how we behave. He doesn't act that way. He listens intently to our prayers. He has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten you. The first moment you called upon him, he heard you. You are fighting against powers and principalities that have built a strong line of defense, a barrier to hinder you from receiving the answers to your prayers. God is not withholding himself from you. And if you have convinced yourself of that, you may now tell yourself that you were wrong. Before you can experience the breakthroughs you need in your life, before your city 
or your neighborhood or your nation can experience the spiritual breakthroughs that it needs, you must penetrate deep into the spirit and break through that barrier the enemy has built by using the powerful weapons of prayer and fasting. Amen? Which God has given to you. Use your prayer language. It makes much power available. The fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous. Fervent. That means you with your whole heart. Amen? Fervent prayer. Of a righteous man availeth much. A lot of power comes forth. That's in James 5, for those of you who don't know where that scripture is. A lot of power comes forth. But you got to do it the Bible way. To be able to penetrate the enemy line where the forces of evil are positioned, locate and bind the enemy. You must pick up and use your weapons to go beyond the surface into the spiritual realm. Jesus did it, and so must we. Jesus did it, and so must we. If we want to overcome, if we want success and victory in spiritual warfare, we got to get down to business. Amen? We got to get down to business. And we've been taught to do that. We've been taught to do that. I've worked hard to teach that here. Amen? The archives is full of it. If you would but follow the instructions of this ministry and ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archives, he will take you to the sermon he wants you to hear because he knows what you need to know. Or you can sit around and go in circles and circles and circles, and, and you can just keep going in circles till you finally decide to do what we teach you to do. We teach you to bind the devil in your own thought life, or you can let him jerk your emotions from one end to the other, from one end to the other. You can stop him anytime you're ready. Bind him in Jesus' name. Amen? You're being attacked by demonic forces. It's time to do warfare. It's time to fight. It's time to fight. That's right. You can do warfare mowing the lawn. Come on. You got a prayer language. It works. It works while you're doing the dishes. It works while you're doing the laundry. It works while you're mowing the lawn. 
It it works while you're gassing the car. Your prayer language works when you open your mouth and release it before the Lord. You've got worship. You can sing to the Lord while you're making the bed, while you're cleaning the bathroom. While you're giving yourself a manicure. Yes, you've got time. You just have to take it. You have to take possession of your time. You have to take it back from the devil. While you're on your way to sleep, you can pray in tongues. Come on, you know it. You just got to do it. Oh, it hurts on this side. Oh, it hurts on that side. Well, what did you do about it? Did you get up and go to war? Or are you just going to roll over from side to side and complain? It's up to you. It's up to you. You got to decide to do the warfare. I can encourage you. I can instruct you. I can teach it to you. I can pray with you. I can come in agreement with you, but I can't make you do your part. You must do that. You must do that. Amen? I can't make you take a stand in the spirit against the enemy. You have to decide to do that. You can decide, I will not lie to myself anymore in Jesus' name. You can do that. And you can make it stick. I will not lie to myself. If I think I'm telling the truth and it's not, I ask the Holy Spirit to convict me immediately in Jesus' name. You can do that. You can do that. You can say, I hate stupidity in myself. Because stupidity is not in God. He is the all-wise God. So I come against, I bind and chain all the stupidity in me, and I uproot it in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ became sin for me on the cross, and I ask for my Savior to come deliver me from all of my own stupidity. I surrender it to you now in Jesus' name. I bind my tendency to do dumb stuff and to say the wrong thing in Jesus' name. I bind my own wrong thoughts and beliefs in the name of Jesus Christ. You can do this every day. You can do this in the shower. Nobody can stop you. Amen? You can do these things. Wherever you are, it's up to you. I'm in agreement with your scriptural prayers. Okay? But you've got to start the prayer. Amen? Amen. I can't think of a scripture. You know the name of Jesus. His name has power. When you open your mouth and release him, you know about the blood of Jesus. You know how to bind the devil. By that time, you'll have a scripture in your mouth. 
Amen? I felt like quitting. No, you don't, because you bind that thought in Jesus' name. You uproot that thing. You tell it where to go, and you make sure it gets there in Jesus' name. You don't have a thought to quit. Why? Because quitting means you go to hell. That's what it means. You can't quit on God. That's volunteering to go to hell. Now, does that make sense? No, it doesn't. You've come this far by faith. Keep going by faith. Amen. So come on. Let's let's get it together, saints. We can do this in the name of the Lord. We have the power of the Holy Spirit living within us. We can overcome in the name of Jesus Christ if we will. You will not be able to stand before the throne of God and say, well, I just couldn't do any better. That's just not going to be the truth. Amen? Amen. You don't know how to pray? The Holy Spirit lives in you. He knows what ought to be prayed. He knows what prayer God's ready to answer. Amen? Amen. It's the truth. You want answers? He's got them all. You need solutions? He's got that too. You have been well provided for. If you will get out of your flesh, you know your your usual old way of doing it that goes nowhere, just leaves you frustrated and angry and upset and actually obey the scriptures, that's called walking in the spirit. Everything will work out. No, you don't have to know all the answers. You have to trust the one who does. Amen? Amen. So I pray that you are encouraged tonight, and whether I mention your particular situation or not, there's scripture in the Bible covering your situation. Amen? But you, open your heart. You must open your mind and be willing to change. Some people don't want to change. That's why they don't make any progress. They don't really want to change. But you've got to want to be saved to be saved. You've got to want to be conformed to the image of Christ. It's not just an idea that wafts in the air. You got to want this thing. It's got to come from within you. I can teach, I can preach, I can sing, but you got to want it. And you got to really want it. Amen? So maybe you need to think about it. Maybe you need to think about it. It's a good thing to think about. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the word, Father. Thank you for the word of God. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Well, let's see. Praise the Lord. Area code four eight. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Hello? Hello? 
I know you can hear me. You decide you don't want to talk, just say, hi, Pastor. Did you push the wrong button? Because I can hear something in the background, but not your voice. Area code 484. All right. We'll go to the next one. God bless. Amen. Amen. Mm. Area code 802. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Hello, Pastor. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Oh, bless, bless, Pastor. Thank you so much for all your bees and our family. It's been a wonderful time. And, um, you know, we're we're here in Vermont and watching a lot of flooding go by and, and uh, a lot of water. Don't ask for any rain, that's for sure, for sure. But, um... Uh, I don't know what I need to pray for. We're just continuing on with with all the prayers and, and blessings from everybody. And um, really sad missing Steve. You know, I'd love to listen to your show. And I, I can't wait to find all those archives of him talking to you. I, I remember him praying for you. Maybe that's what we need to do, is pray for you. And, uh, he would just drop right into prayer. He didn't ask anybody. He just did it. <laughs> it was kind of good. So I just ask the Lord to bless you, Pastor Sabrina, and, and to continue on your, your good ministry and good love with everything that you do and where you go. And just bless you, bless you, bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And Pastor, just Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. As the body of Christ, we come together and we release the love of God to Sister Lori and to all of Steve's family members in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you to bless them, Lord. We ask you to heal their hearts, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to stir up pleasant memories of Steve when they enjoy times together with him. We ask you, Lord, to break through their darkness and penetrate it with your marvelous light in the name of Jesus. Saints in your prayer languages. Father, each of them has a different need. And you are the supplier of all that we need. We ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you release your mercies toward them and that you supply the need individual family member in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for healing where healing needs to take place. We thank you, Lord, for comfort where comfort needs to take place. We thank you, Lord, for peace of mind, where peace of mind is what's needed. We thank you, Lord, for serenity, where serenity is needed. 
We thank you, Lord, for correction where correction is needed. Father, whatever the need, we thank you for supplying it according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord, and we give you the praise in Jesus' name. God bless you. We love you. God bless you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Area code 678. You... You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, Dr. Sabrina. This is Jackie B. How are you? I'm fine and you. Good. I, I have to praise God because he's been so good to me. I thank God for your sermons. They bless me so much. And I just thank God, even though I'm still going through the warfare, and I know it's, going to, it's a battle that's a daily battle, but he has strengthened me so much, Dr. Sabrina, and I'm still praying hard, and I just thank God that I I don't have the fear that I had before. You know, I can walk strong, I can rebuke, I can bind and bound that old demon and the witch. I thank God because right now they can't, they can't do the things they used to do. You know, they can't send their attacks like they used to, and I just praise God so much, but they still fight and they get so angry because I don't, you know, I don't. Uh, communicate with them. I don't say a word. I just say my prayers. And I sometimes, Pastor, I'd be on my knees. I, I could go to bed, plan to go to bed at 11. I'd be praying. It'd be 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't even know because I'd be so high in the spirit. I just thank God for blessing me thus far. And I just want so much more of him. And I thank God for you because through your teaching, you have taught me a lot. You know the place where I was, but God has been good. I just thank him. And I thank you for praying for my family. All right. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for our sister and her miraculous growth in Christ, in the name of Jesus. We lift up her family members, especially those that are not in the territorial United States. Father, we ask that you strengthen them in the inner man with might, with faith, with strength, and with endurance in Jesus' name. 
Rikedera Baraisha la de Diosura Kite Meshe Koro Kohora Rikedera Barusa la de Diosura de Yakari Sitera Barai Rako Korekisa Tarabarisha Rula la Diosanda de Barisa Tarabareke Isha Tarabaro. We ask yeah. Father for those family members that are nowhere near close to you to see the light of God in them and let that it draw them to you, Father, in Jesus' name. We I give you praise. Them. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we bless this family, Father, in Jesus' Thank name. You. Amen. Pastor, we love I, you. Can I Go ahead. Ask you one more thing? Um, my granddaughter, Destiny, that's deployed, they gave her a promotion to a corporal, and she's supposed to be leaving in September. Her four years should be up. But by her being this corporal, and receiving all these awards, I'm just praying for God to lead her the right way, you know, because I was praying that she, you know, will be finished for four years. But I just well, you know, keep... <laughs> it's called God's will be done. As yeah. long as he sees the need to use her where she is, thank him for it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank, you. thank you so and much. And be assured that he'll take care of her. Wherever he places her. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Dr. Friend. Love you. You're welcome. Because God has a plan. Let him Mm -hmm. work his plan. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Let him work his plan. Amen. That's the only plan that works. Amen? Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you for her. And we thank you, Lord, that she's growing in the position that you placed her in. And that you're honoring her work, Father, in the name of Jesus, that she's receiving blessings and recognition. We ask, Father, that you continue to grow her and to expand her and to build her into the Christian and into the woman of God that you want her to be. You need light in that dark place. And we thank you for her light shining like that city on a hill. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless. Thank you. We God bless you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Area code 903, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello. Area code 903. Amen. We'll come back to you another time. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Area code 561. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Area code 561. Hello? Did you hit the right button or the wrong one? I heard something click. All right. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. We are... Uh, okay, hold on. Let me do this. Amen. Amen. 
Okay. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for helping us. Amen. Okay. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. The Biden administration has announced a $39 billion student loan forgiveness plan for 804,000 borrowers as part of fixes in administrative failures that had held up relief for borrowers under their income-driven repayment plan. For far too long, borrowers fell through the cracks of a broken system that failed to keep accurate track of their progress forgiveness. U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona said in a statement, Today the Biden-Harris administration is taking another historic step to right these wrongs and announcing $39 billion in debt relief for another 804,000 borrowers. By fixing past administrative failures, we are ensuring everyone gets the forgiveness they deserve, just as we have done for public servants, students who were cheated by their colleges, and borrowers with permanent disabilities, including veterans, Cardona added. The administration will not stop fighting to level the playing field in higher education. An income-driven repayment plan for student loan borrowers sets the monthly payment amounts on a level that's affordable for the individual based on their income and family size. There are four plans available that calculate payment amounts ranging from 10 to 20% of the person's income and family size. There There are four plans available that calculate payment amounts ranging from 10 to 20% of the person's discretionary income. Payments can also be as low as $0. Based on the plan, debts are forgiven once payments have been done for 20 to 25 years or after making 240 or 300 monthly payments. The 804,000 borrowers who have been provided relief are part of the repayment plan. According to officials, loan borrowers were paying beyond their payment end dates due to administrative oversight in tracking payments. Inaccurate payment counts have resulted in borrowers losing hard-earned progress toward (coughs) loan forgiveness. In the latest action by the Education Department, seeks to fix this error in repayment plan, and the amount is estimated to be $39 billion, which will be automatically discharged in the coming week. Furthermore, the department will continue to identify and notify borrowers who reach the applicable forgiveness threshold of 240 or 300 qualifying monthly payments, depending on their repayment plan and type of loan. Every two months until the next year, when all borrowers who are not yet eligible for forgiveness will have their payment counts updated. As of today, the Biden-Harris administration has approved more than 
$116.6 billion in student loan forgiveness for more than 3.4 million borrowers, said the statement. On June 30th, the Supreme Court voted in a 6-3 decision to strike down the Biden administration's controversial student loan forgiveness plan. In what is widely considered a political move, President Joe Biden promised to cancel as much as $20,000 for around 4 million borrowers, resulting in a massive $800 billion commitment with experts claiming it could easily cross the trillion-dollar mark. Following the Supreme Court decision, Biden said they said no, no, literally snatching from the hands of millions of Americans thousands of dollars in student debt relief that was about to change their lives, adding that today's decision closed one path and now we're going to pursue another. Mr. Biden promised a new way to circle circumvent the decision. The Department of Education then started to pave the way towards finalizing the most affordable repayment plan ever created, using the authority found under the Higher Education Act. There were several programs put under this plan to support borrowers. President Biden, Vice President Harris, and I will never stop fighting for borrowers which is why we're using every tool available to provide them with needed relief. Earlier today, the Department of Education initiated a regulatory process to provide debt relief so we can help the working and middle-class borrowers who need it most, said Mr. Cardona during the time. Despite the administration's insistence that low-income, middle-income borrowers would benefit, expert critics have called out the program to have negative effects for everybody, with some estimates putting the amount as much as $1 trillion in addition and additional federal expenditures over the next decade. We have a student loan system that assumes that people are going to pay their debt back, and instead it's just this massive government spending policy that has negative effects for everybody said Caleb Kruckenberg, an attorney at Pacific Legal Foundation. So we thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Reverend Rebecca Todd Peters neon pink stole bearing the planned parenthood logo announced her subject even before she ascended to the lectern. When she started preaching, she got right to the point. Abortion makes many people profoundly uncomfortable, she told a crowd of 200 at the Community Church of Chapel Hill, a Unitarian Universalist congregation. Okay, saints, they're not Christians, not the way we are, okay? All right. Thank you. At dinner parties, in polite conversation with friends and families and too often in church, her sermon, like countless others she has given recently, aimed to challenge the perception that people of faith are against abortion and to tell the stories of women who have had them. An ordained minister in the Presbyterian Church, USA, and a professor of religious studies at Elon University, 
where she heads the Abortion and Religion Project. Peters is best known as one of the country's leading ethicists on abortion rights. Since the U.S. Supreme Court announced in May 2021 that it would hear Dobbs versus Jackson, the case that would eventually overturn Roe versus Wade, Peters has given more than 55 sermons and lectures on abortion across the country. Lately, she's been especially in demand in North Carolina. After a new law banning most abortions after 12 weeks of pregnancy and restricting abortion-related medications went into effect earlier this month. Until last year, abortions were legal in North Carolina until fetal viability, generally between 24 and 28 weeks of pregnancy. Last August, a judge ruled that abortion was no longer legal after 20 weeks. The new 12-week ban, which passed with lightning speed by North Carolina's Republican-dominated legislature, stunned many state residents and especially members of the religious left. While most liberal Protestant denominations, including Lutheran, Presbyterian, Methodist, and Unitarian Universalists, have official positions in support of reproductive rights, Peter said these groups too often duck conversations about abortion, leaving Catholics and evangelical Christians to win the day with messages that abortion is a sin. Well, murder is a sin. Her mission is to step into that void. As a first step, she talks about her own reproductive history gladly volunteering that at 55 she is married and has two children and has undergone two abortions. I felt God's presence with me as I made the decision to end two pregnancies, and I felt no guilt, no shame, no sin, she told the congregation in Chapel Hill. A forced pregnancy or birth is not holy. Now, church, I'm going to have to say something. It's the Holy One who determines what is holy. It's the Holy One himself who makes the determination on what is holy and what is not. Peters, whose father was a pastor, has been working in the church and on reproductive issues since her first job after college working in the Women's Advocacy Office of the Presbyterian Church's Lewis, Louisville office, Louisville, Kentucky headquarters, she began volunteering to escort women to an abortion clinic amid crowds of hostile protesters shouting, yelling, and intimidating the women. These people said they were Christian, and it was just this huge disconnect for me, this cognitive dissonance, she said. How can these people say that they are loving Christians and be so horrible? It set her on a path to study the role of Christianity and shaping cultural attitudes on abortion. She earned a Master of Divinity and later a Ph.D. in Christian Ethics at Union Theological Seminary in New York. Her mentor there, Beverly Wildung Harrison, wrote in the 1983 classic, Our Right to Choose. Peters wants to push back against a moral framework around abortion that requires women to justify their reasons for ending a pregnancy. 
In this, she's referring not only to the typical justifications, rape, incest, or the life of the mother, but any justification. The underlying assumption is that abortion is wrong and that women have an obligation to bear a child. An idea Peters believes is rooted in Christianity's patriarchal vision of womanhood. This framework leads women to feel ashamed about abortion, effectively silencing them. The pregnant woman is erased, replaced with ultrasound photos of the fetus. Peters instead advocates for reproductive justice. Reproductive justice. Did she leave the just one out of this? You know, him that's justice himself. Where did she put him? A term that originated among black community leaders who felt the focus on abortion rights was too narrow and needed to be expanded to include concerns about reproductive health care more generally. Now in the state of Georgia, you remember this individual who believed that abortion was necessary to balance the budget. All right, I'm going to leave that right there. Not all listeners at the Christian Church of Chapel Hill accepted Peter's argument. One church member who declined to give her name says, Peter's neglected to mention one of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill. But far more people gave Peter's an enthusiastic thumbs up. Outside the community church sanctuary, a long line of people stood to greet Peter's. And among them, four women who were reading her book of 2018, Trust Women, as part of their Presbyterian Church's reading group. Now, let me tell you about some of these church reading groups. Some of these people don't know the words that are leading the reading group. And they choose books that are written by even satanic authors. I know. I came upon one of those. Aha. Uh-huh. So all church reading groups are not righteous. There you have it. The group invited Peters to speak at their church. One of the women asked her to sign her copy. I just think she hit it head on. She nailed it, said Roseanne Tiller, a 37-year-old physician and a mother of two who is now expecting her third. Tiller said her favorite message from Peters is the three-pronged statement of the reproductive justice movement. Women have the right not to have a child, the right to have a child, and the right to raise a child in a safe and healthy environment. Polls such as a recent PRRI survey shows majorities of American religious groups support legal abortion. Evangelicals, Jehovah Witnesses, Latter-day Saints, and Hispanic Protestants are the only exceptions. She needs to get her head straight. That's not the truth. Even among those groups, support for legal access has been growing. Religious congregations in North Carolina have begun stepping up their support for legal abortion. In the state's Triangle Region, an interfaith coalition on reproductive justice formed this past spring with members of Presbyterian, Baptist, Quaker, Unitarian, Universalist, and Jewish congregations. Now I'm going to make another statement. 
because I've been in that area and um, I'm acquainted with they try to put everybody together in the same bowl, stir them all up, shake them all up, and say, see, we're all the same. And then they want to label it unity. But that's not the unity God calls for. The unity God calls for is centered in him. All right? So when they go to throwing that word unity around, know that it doesn't mean what you believe. Because the unity that we share here at Miracle is centered in Jesus Christ our Lord. We got that? All right. Now we got that straight. Now, where is that I left up off, Lord? Oh, yeah, up there at the, the region. Okay. Next month, the group will screen a new documentary called Plan C about activists and providers who are building a network to mail abortion pills to women who need it. One of the churches in the coalition is also planning a two-day symposium this November on reproductive issues. Beth Welton, one of the coalition's organizers, called the day in June 2022 when the Dobbs decision was handed down, one of the most horrifying days I'd experienced as an adult. We were just complacent, Welton said. We got out talk. That's why it's so terribly important as a coalition that we continue to grow and have a narrative to counter that other narrative that people of faith are opposed to abortion. Other North Carolina churches have also joined SACR lowercase ed, the Spiritual Alliance of Communities for Reproductive Dignity, which Peters co-founded with partners in Texas with the aim of shifting the cultural paradigm around abortion. The group's first in-person training took place in Chapel Hill. Ah, Chapel Hill, that's an interesting place. has a lot to do with COVID and a lot to do with this. Chapel Hill in April. Peters helped to write the organization's seven-week curriculum that provides religious congregations with guides for small group discussions about sex, reproduction, and abortion. Peters is not waiting for churches to subscribe to the curriculum. She is delivering sermons as far from home as Wisconsin and Minnesota, filled with pithy statements designed to startle her mainline audiences into action. As she told the Community Church of Chapel Hill, abortion is a moral good. Abortion is an act of love. Abortion is an act of grace. And finally, abortion is a blessing. All right, saints, you heard it first. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication on the proceeding. In Jesus' name, amen. I just wonder how she's going to feel when she meets Jesus Christ face to face or what she's going to say to him. That's going to be very, very interesting. Amen. It's going to be very, very interesting. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Private equity firms have been buying up individual physicians practices at a rapidly increasing rate 
over the past decade and raising prices for millions of Americans, according to a study released this week. The rise in acquisitions by investor groups of market share in the healthcare industry are leading to higher treatment costs, the study shows. When private insurers pay higher prices, this in turn contributes to high insurance premiums, which patients are then forced to pay through out-of-pocket expenses. The joint report, Monetizing Medicine, Private Equity and Competition in Physician Practice Markets, was released on July by the American Antitrust Institute, the University of California at Berkeley, and the Washington Center for Equitable Growth. Study focused on private equity roll-ups of private physician practices in which investors bought up several offices in a city to consolidate a significant share of the market to form larger companies, allowing the new owners to increase treatment prices. It's a scheme. Yes, it is. The authors of the report use data on deals from a company called PitchBook, which they then match with doctors in a healthcare claims database to calculate payments from private health insurers. Private equity firms, which gather funds from institutional investors and individuals to form investment funds, have long purchased companies using debt with the intent on reselling them in a few years. The industry is now focusing on the healthcare sector as an investment and are purchasing private medical practices at a steady pace. Private medical practices have been relatively small historically and are owned by the doctors themselves. I had one of those when I was born, but I don't have one available now. Isn't that interesting? The old model has been rapidly declining as the medical business becomes more complex in health insurance companies, which negotiate with doctors over prices, have gained more bargaining power. We're seeing a fundamental change in how medicine is being practiced in the U.S., Richard Scheffler, a professor of health economics and public policy at Berkeley and director of the Petrus Center, said nearly 70% of all doctors are employed by either a hospital or a corporation. As of 2021, according to a recent paper published by the Physicians Advocacy Institute, meanwhile, over 25% of local healthcare markets are now controlled by a single private equity firm that owns more than 30% of medical practices in a given specialty in 2021. It was also found that in 13% of markets, privately owned healthcare providers employed more than half of the local specialists. Hospitals and insurance companies have also bought out many independent physicians' practices. Optum, a subsidiary of United Health Group, one of the nation's largest insurers, now employs roughly 70,000 physicians. 
Many physicians concede to having their practice being bought by a hospital or a private equity firm since many gain financial relief in office administration and technological assistance. The study further noted that health care costs rose in 80% of medical specialist areas after private equity firms bought out existing practices. Where these entities took over more than 30% of a local market, gastroenterology, dermatology, and obstetrics and gynecology costs increased by double digits. Gastroenterologist prices jumped 14%, just rose 16%, while ophthalmologists saw a 9% increase, the report said. The cost of care of obstetrics and gynecology by 16% and dermatology by 13%. Increased attention to the competition impacts of private equity in physician markets is urgently needed, the report said. The pace at which private equity is entering these markets and monetizing medicine makes a quick response imperative and that the price increases associated with private equity acquisitions are exceptionally high where a private equity firm controls a competitively significant share of the local market. However, private equity firms argue that their investments in medicine have beneficially improved administrative efficiency and free up doctors to focus more on their patients. No, that's not the truth. The truth is now you're run through like you're in a mill. They see more people. They don't spend more time with each person. They see more people, more and more and more people. They see you a couple of minutes. They listen to your heart for a couple of minutes. They do this for a couple of minutes. They look down your throat for a couple of minutes. And before you know it, you got some prescriptions and you're out the door. And it's a meal. They're not telling the truth. Amen. It's just not the truth, okay? And furthermore, these same companies are putting their spin on how medicine is actually practiced. They're giving the doctor's offices rules, regulations, standards, and expectations that they want. Why? Because they own them now. And it's not medicine the way it once was or has been during my lifetime. Amen? Amen. Healthcare administrative costs are four times more than the average of other wealthy countries and about the same as spent on preventative or long-term Healthcare. Private investors are more prone toward eliminating inefficiencies and administrative waste in general as they cut into profit. So instead of when you call the doctor's office, instead of talking to a person, you'll get this phone tree. Okay, when you navigate through that, then you'll sit there and listen to the music or whatever they've got feel they've got going for 45 minutes before you get a human being, and when you finally get the human being, they don't seem always to have the brain power that they used to have years ago. You tell them three things, and in less than 15 minutes, they can't remember any of the three things you told them. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's real in our world. It's just that it's just that way. 
All right. Private investors are more prone to eliminating inefficiencies and administrating waste in general as they cut into profits. Private equity investment is helping improve patient care and ensuring that residents have high-quality facilities in their local communities. Drew Maloney, president of the American Investment Council and private equity industry group, said, By partnering with private equity firms, physicians have more time to focus on caring for patients and benefit from experienced management teams, better technology, stronger networks, Mr. Maloney said. The massive buyout of the American health sector by private equity is beginning to attract scrutiny from policymakers and medical associations. House lawmakers have proposed new legislation like the Patient Act of 2023, which requires healthcare companies to provide additional details on acquisitions by private firms, as these are currently hard to track. Antitrust regulators at the Department of Justice and the Federal Trade Commission have also recently signaled concerns about the effects of private investment on the industry. To the extent that private equity transactions are and conduct are focused on short-term gains and aggressive cost-cutting in the healthcare space, they can lead to disastrous patient outcomes, warned Deputy Assistant Attorney General Andrew Foreman in a 20, June 2022 speech. The American Medical Association's House of Delegates has also taken up the issue as some members worry about the independence of their profession. The AMA said it will study and clarify the ethical challenges and considerations regarding physician professionalism raised by the advent and expansion of private equity ownership or management of physician practices and report back on the status of any ethical dimensions inherent in these arrangements including consideration of the need for ethical guidelines as appropriate. The report recommended eight immediate policy reforms, including improved monitoring of private equity acquisitions of small medical practices, greater transparency about ownership, lower barriers to entry for health care providers, and the elimination of regulatory loopholes and toughen legal penalties for equity firms regarding the actions of their portfolio companies. The authors further recommended improvements to the Medicare payment system for doctors by improving their ability to cover costs and making them less susceptible to acquisition. We want to thank the righteous judge for his patience and such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the International Justice Mission. A deep-pocketed anti-slavery charity has wrecked the lives of at least two families in Ghana in the name of saving their children from trafficking, according to an undercover investigation by BBC Africa Eye, published on Monday. The BBC confirmed two documented cases in which children were removed from their families by Ghanaian police acting under... IJM's instructions in traumatizing nighttime raids. The relatives, some of whom were also kidnapped in the dead of night, were then prosecuted for trafficking, leaving them penniless and ostracized. If they won the case 
or locked up away from their children for years if they didn't. During the September 2022 raid dubbed Operation Hilltop, police removed four children from the village of Mongina, whatever that means, including 11-year-old Fatima. Okay, if she's Fatima, her family is Muslim. Okay? Ghanaians do not name their children Fatima, who was carried away from her grandmother as the older woman was held at gunpoint. Two of Fatima's uncles were arrested. An undercover reporter who joined the organization observed that even as staff told police and social services that the children from uh, the village had been trafficked to work as slave laborers on man-made Lake Volta, the group's legal officer told their internal WhatsApp group that there were no elements of trafficking in three of the four children's cases at all and that the fourth was disputed by the child's family. The group had removed the children anyway because it claimed they were at risk of child labor, isolating them for over four months in a uh, JM shelter with no news of their families while Ghanaian social services confirmed that no trafficking had taken place. The children were eventually sent home but not before Fatima's grandfather had died and her uncles who had been prosecuted for child trafficking and child labor had been forced to spend their savings on transportation to court and bail hearings before their names were finally cleared. IJM is so deeply embedded into the prosecutional fabric of Ghana that a lawyer for the charity actually stood in for the state prosecutor during one of the hearings, the BBC reported. A, a senior IJM staffer told the undercover reporter that the NGO had a quota system requiring a certain number of rescues and prosecutions per year. Workers who failed to meet those targets were supposedly denied pay raises and even risked losing their jobs. Failing to retrieve children from a raid was not an option, according to one worker who told the undercover. We can't say we didn't even get one child. We need to get some. IJM, which takes in over $100 million in funding annually, defended its rescue and prosecution targets as necessary for stopping child trafficking but denied any penalties existed for failing to meet them. The group described it as Operation Hilltop as, so we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a front page editorial on Cuba's state-run grandma newspaper blamed the United States for having a direct responsibility for the widespread protests that gripped the Caribbean islands two years ago. The United States has a direct responsibility for the disturbances of July 11th and 12th, 2021, the publication wrote, ahead of the two-year anniversary of the unrest. It adds that Cubans had been paid by Washington to take part in violent acts, including robbery and assault. The newspaper also claimed that a campaign of disinformation and slander was apparent on social media. 
as Havana was impacted by the U.S. policy of maximum pressure, which it says was promoted by the White House. While U.S. President Joe Biden has mostly maintained predecessor Donald Trump's hardline maximum pressure policies on Cuba, his administration has rolled back some of the sanctions, including easing rules for U.S. travelers and facilitating family remittances to the island. In July 2021, Cubans protested en masse in almost 50 cities with many simply calling for freedom in protests brought on by an economic crisis described as being the worst the island has seen in three decades. Washington has imposed extensive decades-long sanctions on Havana, which coupled economic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic has contributed to the country's financial troubles. Cuba has also been faced with fuel and medicine shortages, problems with food distribution, and its worsening public transport. U.S. government data indicates that at least 140,000 Cubans have migrated to the United States since October 2021. The U.S. State Department has denied any involvement in the 2021 unrest and has called for the release of around 700 persons imprisoned on various charges related to the demonstrations, including sedition. Washington has claimed that the Cuban regime continues to violently repress virtually any kind of peaceful public dissident, was reported on Monday. It added that Havana routinely threatens families of detained protesters who speak in public about the detention of their family members. The European Union has joined Washington in calling for the release of protesters linked to the 2021 demonstration. However, the United States' hostile policies toward Cuba will make the release of prisoners very difficult, foreign relations expert Arturo Lopez Levi told Reuters, adding that a climate conducive to at least reducing tensions over the issues has not been built. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. Amen, amen, amen. We got a lot to pray about tonight. It's time to praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Marshall. Amen. Amen. You told us, Lord, to pray without ceasing. So, Father, we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace in time of need with our big brother Jesus for all these different situations and adjudications concerning all these different people that Pastor Sabrina has just read through in Jesus' name. We ask for your intervention, Father God, and your help, Father God, and your wisdom and discernment to know how to pray, Father, in Jesus' name. He said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth all men liberally and to breathe. Now, thank you, Jesus, that you're interceding for all of us. You're interceding. You're able to save us to uttermost to come to Heavenly Father by you, and that's how we come. Boldly before your throne of grace because of the blood of covenant. That blood is sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. It's not for our righteousness, it's for yours. So we ask for adjudication concerning these wide administrations playing this game with trying to say, oh, we want to help everybody with the, with the release of the, of the student loans, which sounds like a nice thing. If you're giving away something that you have the right to give away, it's lovely to be generous. But if you're causing hardships to others by giving away something that doesn't belong to you, and trying to create money out of thin air, which they've been busy, busy, busy. I don't know if there's another agenda here. If it's just trying to bring down the entire 
whatever U.S. dollar, which is a, a debt system, uh, to make it uh, totally collapse. I have no idea, but you know what's behind this, Father God. You know, and of course, it makes them look like they're wonderful and they're going to help all these people. They're so concerned, and maybe they are concerned. I don't know. Maybe some of the people genuinely are concerned, and I know it is a burden to people. Some of the people that have been going to medical school have huge student loans. <clears throat> they feel obligated to pay, pay back those loans, which is why they are, so to fit in with one of the other adjudications, kind of obligated to the group that owns them, that owns their practice. They're like slaves almost, slaves, financial slaves to the hospital that owns them or these other groups that have bought up the different medical practices. So, Father God, the citizens of the United States do not wish necessarily to be saddled with an extra trillion dollars. They've been, it isn't just the Biden administration. Yes, uh, Trump, and uh, way back, it's been going on for quite a while. They keep trying to kick the can down the road. But you can only kick it so far before it finally goes, poop, because you can't keep creating trillions out of thin air, Father God. So we thank you, Father God, for hearing all of our prayers for Christ's sake as we come boldly before your throne of grace in time of need because of the blood of the covenant. You told us that we could do that, Father. And you, you, not only in um, Hebrews 4.16, but, Father God, you said in Isaiah uh, chapter 9, you said, Every battle of the warriors with confused noise and garments rolled in blood, but this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. Jesus became uh, the sacrifice in our place. He said, God will... Father Abraham, the father of the faith, said God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. Jesus already took the wrath of God for those of us who look to him for our salvation. Look upon me. <laughs> look, even as John the Baptist said, behold the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. What does it mean? Why, why do we have to look at him? Because he, Father God, burned him up. All those other sacrifices where God came down, you know, when... when um, the prophet Elijah was at the head of the showdown with the prophets of Baal. There was a fire that came down from heaven and burned up. The God that answers by fire, he's the real God. Well, when did Jesus have, when was his body burned up? Oh, the fire was from within. God is a consuming fire. What came out of him? Blood. That's the blood that burned him up. That represents the fire of God. And as it talks about in, um, I guess I have to refer to that quickly, cut up a set of book at the and maybe not everybody has had the Holy Ghost show them this just yet. It kind of took me many decades. It's not that I know anything. No, the Holy Ghost knows everything. And he's trying to teach us. He's teaching me, too, every day, day by day. Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13:10. We have an altar whereof they have no right to eat, which serve the tabernacle, whose bodies, the bodies of those beasts, whose blood is brought into the sanctuary, by the high priests are burned without the camp in Hebrews 13:11. Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, burned, suffered without the gate. Let us therefore go, for, let, us, let us go forth therefore unto him without the camp. So we don't have to be going along to get along. We could be rejected just like Jesus was. In fact, he said, everybody that will serve uh, Jesus will serve the living God will be persecuted. Let us therefore go forth unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach. For here have we no continuing city, but we seek one to come. And who's that one who's coming? Jesus. Just like the lightning flashes from the east to the west. 
So this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, it says in Isaiah 9, 6. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name, in the name of Jesus, which means Savior. His name shall be called Wonderful, which means Secret. Think about the beginning of Psalm 91 and a lot of other places. Uh, Psalm 31, starting verse 19. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. But what price did he pay that we might have peace? He took our wrath in our place. Father God was getting ready to smack Marshall then. He should have, because I did <laughs> not just one thing. Many things. I don't, don't have no, no right to be able to go to heaven. So, Father God, we thank you that Jesus paid the price for each of us. For Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. It is written, Curses everyone that hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, <clears throat> that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Thank you for the privilege of drinking into one spirit with you, Lord. We need to maintain that holy, holy reverence of you, Lord. And we thank you for that. We thank you for adjudications concerning what's going on, concerning the all these different adjudications, Father God, including the people that are they're being given this opportunity to have all their student loans reduced, which sounds lovely, but can the U.S. Uh, even afford to uh, keep up with Medicare? I, I think it's bankrupt. That's what they say. We have a short time, which is why they want to reduce the load on Medicare at, under Bill Gates' encouragement. Father God, so there's not so many people that have to pay for long-term care because they're going to be gone real quick, real quick. To reduce the Earth's population, that's what they're kind of busy, seem to have a different agenda than helping people. It's ending their lives, it seems like. And then there's this lady, Rebecca, so-called reverend, and who, who, how can we call her reverend? Rebecca Todd Peters. And she, she apparently likes the Planned Parenthood logo. I think that was every, one, every, every child who wanted a child. You know, I used to believe that. My family certainly did. And, Father God, and I had many opportunities to, to repent for past sins, Father God, because you said, kind of said, thou shalt not kill. That's a pretty basic thing. But, Father God, some of these people, they really honestly don't know what they're doing. Father God, in fact, it says, uh, where is that, Lord? It says in James 1.16, if any man among you seem to be religious, could that be her? And bridles not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart. This man's religion is vain. Could Rebecca be deceiving her own heart? I guess she's going to meet Jesus face to face with Pastor Sabrina referred to. And she'll find out if that's what she did. She'll find out if that's what she's been doing. And it says in, where is that Lord Jesus? It says in Romans 16, 18, they that are such serve not the Lord Jesus Christ. She may think she is, but she's not. She's serving a different God, the God of this world. It's not a Christian church, universe, university universalist, but their own belly. Oh, she's probably getting all kinds of little pats on the back and people giving her gifts because she's speaking up for, for slaughtering children. But by their good words and fair speeches, deceive the hearts of the simple Lord. Deliver those people the people whose hearts have been deceived by this woman who's supposed to be a representative of the living God. She's a representative of the God of this world. And some people haven't seen that. Father, pour forth of your spirit. You said it's the Holy Ghost who gives us the gifts of discernment. And I've had associations with different pastors over a different time frame, Father God, and some of them had discernment about 
one area and not another area. There was a pastor I knew that had discernment about one person, and he said, well, well, this person is certainly not a Christian. He claims to be. He even claims to be doing healing, but he's all covered with tattoos, and after he accepted Jesus, quote-unquote, he got a lot more tattoos, including one of Jesus upside down on his neck and all these things. And Father God, and, and we found out that that wasn't cool, but there was another person supposed to be a Christian, and he was preaching something that his itching ears wanted to hear about prosperity. Uh, gra- uh, blab it and grab it. Well, that's conditional. It's conditional. The love of money is still the root of all evil. And it was conditional. He, he, he liked the idea. Everybody likes the idea of being provided. And, and he, he, is, he is the God. Cause the, that's one of his names, El Shaddai. He's the provider. He, he, he knows that he provides whatever people really genuinely need as long as we're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto us. What we need. Now, we don't need a Lamborghini like the person who worked at Planned Parenthood who wanted to sell baby parts to get a Lamborghini. How many people need a Lamborghini? I mean, maybe if you need one and you can reach somebody nobody else can reach because you got your shiny Lamborghini, only costs you, whatever, $200,000. Maybe I'm way off. Maybe it's 300000 I have no idea. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for helping people have their eyes open, Father God, granting the gifts of discernment by the power of your Spirit. Send your Holy Ghost, Father, pour forth of your Spirit. And if you can save this, Rebecca Peters, person, soul, Father God, and all the others have listened to her lying words, Father God. We ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. You said the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, have to teach, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, that God per adventure will grant them repentance to acknowledge the truth that recover themselves from the snare of the devil. You're supposed to love every human being. Some of the people that look like human beings may be just um, walk-ins, or they may be AI with a lot of thick clay spread on them? I don't know. I don't know. But some of them have a different agenda. Some of them, their hearts have been blinded because they couldn't admit that what they did to their own children was an abomination, Father God. And we thank you for the many Christians that actually do stand up for the right of the child to live a life because why? They were created by God. I remember studying embryology in, in my, getting my degree in biology, but that's only by the grace of God. And it's fascinating you can take two cells and, and create three different tissue types, and we're all knit together in our mother's wombs. We didn't create ourselves. Rebecca didn't create herself. We, we, we didn't knit ourselves together. We didn't pick what color eyes that we wanted to have, we, uh, color eyes we wanted to have. We didn't pick whether we had straight hair, curly hair, uh, blonde or, or brunette or, or black or whatever. We didn't pick any of that. We were chosen by God the way he wanted us to be, and he doesn't make any junk. And we thank you for that, Father. Well, we can be changed from glory to glory as we keep looking to him. So we thank you, Father God, for the for the all the different adjudications, Father God, for these different uh, particular situations, including the the private equity and, uh, and competition firms taking over um, uh, medical practices, Father God. And I know we had a local hospital here that did a great work, and it was a nonprofit hospital, and they were busy. Very busy. Busy People had their children there in the hospital. People went to the emergency room when they got cut and they needed help. And that hospital is no longer. I don't even know what they're doing with the building because it was bought up by a for-profit group. And, of course, it wasn't making enough money for them. So they basically just closed it down. I don't know what happened to all the people that used to work there. Uh, but, Father God, a lot of these people that claim this is a good thing, I'm glad people are starting to stand up because many people... Of course, the people in the government, there are some. There may be a few. I don't know. 
a few that actually do care about the human beings are supposed to be, quote-unquote, represented. We're supposed to have a representative government for a, 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 a republic that represents the people. One nation under God, not one nation under Biden, not one nation under Klaus Schwab or anybody else. We're supposed to be one nation under God. So, Father, help the people. And some people do occasionally need medical attention for different things, Father God, and I've certainly been there. But I don't want to have to stay there, Father God. We, we have a better covenant fund upon better promises. Jesus makes house calls, and he doesn't charge any. He just wants our heart. He wants all of our heart. Not 90% of our hearts so help me, Father, to continue to change, not judge anything before the time. So help those, Father God, that are involved with this business of taking over all these medical practices that are very, very lucrative, Father God, and helping the, the people to get the care that they need, not having doctors that are being told, or you have to do it like a little robot. That's the only way you can treat them. You, 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 know, you listen to the heart three times. You, you give them a pill and send them out the door. We thank you, Father God. Many, many doctors are not even told to ask the patients what precipitated their situation because we know the curse causes does not come. It usually has a root cause. And I thank you for the doctors in the past that I've met that took an extra two to five minutes to ask me, well, before you had this uh, flare-up of what looks like a, a wild diarrhea that can't be taken care of by normal medications, did you have any stress in your life? Oh, yeah, my brother died. Oh, so we need to give you something not just for the bowels. We need to give you something for the brain until, of course, you can get sanctified. He didn't say that, but that's what I began to learn. I didn't learn that, that I was taking anxious stuff for tomorrow. I was like freaking out because my brother had died. And I was all churned up on the inside because sometimes what people think in their heads can affect their bowels and other places. So, Father God, some doctors don't have the time to do that. Father God, we ask you to help inspire the doctors to actually care about the human beings and to do no harm. Apparently, they've rechained, they've changed their laws about doing no harm. They come up with their own so-called Hippocratic Oath, and it's the hip, uh, Oath of a Hypocrite. I don't know. They're just in it to pay off their student loans and make money and have their shiny cars. I went to the hospital several times recently where I walked through the area of the doctor's park. A lot of nice, shiny cars. There were a few humble ones there, but most of them were pretty shiny, uh, expensive cars, Father God. Because, you know, they think they need it. I don't know. Maybe they really do. I, that's between them and the Lord. They all have to answer to him someday. We all get to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Father, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction to all these people <clears throat> and cause the doctors and all those involved with being willing to take that situation, Father God, where there's a different group that comes in. The doctor I used to go to for many years, he had his practice bought out. Mm-hmm. Because he had such a heavy patient load. and it was so, He's getting older. And he, they offered him, oh, we're going to help you with your practice. It's going to be great. You only have about a tenth of your patients left, and then and you'll have a sufficient money, but you'll be able to really take care of them. And he was a very compassionate man. He did lovely, lovely work as a doctor. He seemed to genuinely care, Father God. And this did sound like a lovely thing for him, Father God. But they referred to um, people as being VIP. Well, in, your, in James chapter 2, it says, if we have respect to persons, we sin. So, Father God, no one, there's no VIP in your sight except <laughs> Jesus. He's the only really important one, the Holy One and the Just. After adjudication concerning all those things, including those in the uh, African area that was investigated by the BBC, by this group that Pastor Sabrina read through, the International Justice Mission, which has a quota <clears throat> to catch, capture people that are doing uh, uh, things with the children, whether they're forced labor or whatever it is, a lot worse, sex slavery or whatever, 
and maybe they don't get into that over there, but certainly probably it's all over every globe. I mean, every every nation, every every region, including Africa. Father God, we ask you to deliver all the children and the parents and everyone involved, because we we know you don't want one of these little ones to perish, Father. And yes, it's nice that they're actually looking for people doing child uh, harm and to harm to children in any way, forcing them to work against their will, paying them minimal wage or worse, Father God. And we and we because we know that most of the lithium. Uh, of course, a different area, probably Afghanistan or someplace. Most of the lithium is being dug out of the ground by children's hands without even tools, Father God. And who knows that they're being paid. So, Father, we ask you for your adjudication concerning all the children that are being forced to labor and forced to do things for the global elite, Father God. You'll deliver and save the children, especially those involved with child trafficking in every area, especially the sexual trafficking, Father God, and every other area, Father God. Because you said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. You said, everyone that asks you receive it. He that seeketh finds it. Him that knocketh it shall be opened. So we're asking, seeking, and knocking at the door of faith. Thank you, open the door of faith to the Gentiles. It isn't just for Jewish people, Father God. We give you praise and honor and glory. You said, if two of you on earth agree, touch anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. And Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. We bind that spirit of mammon, the spirit of greed and corruption, trying to bring in, kind of about that, trying to cause the people in uh, not just in Ghana at this group, but all those Father God, that that are just looking for their paycheck. I don't want to lose my job. Oh, that's that's nice. But you don't need to throw children in in a in a detention camp or a, keep them away from their parents just to get your pay, Father God. And all the other people that are uh, those medical practices that are doing these little, they they need to pay off their loan. Well, that's nice. Of course, maybe Biden will just pay it off for you with your money. With whose money is that you going to pay it off with? Oh, everybody's money who's paying their taxes and doing what they're supposed to do, supposedly supposed to do. I, I don't know. It sounds more like mafia. Uh, you know, say, uh, do what we tell you to do or else. Uh, with Father God, we ask you for help, Father God, including from the, the adjudication concerning what's going on with Cuba, Father God, and Jesus. And we know that there was a lot of pressure put on the people in Cuba by the United States. But, you know, there's a scripture, I think it's in Romans, toward the end of chapter 1, maybe beginning of chapter 2. So whatever you accuse somebody else of, you're guilty of yourself. And it sounds like the United States is cubing, accusing people in the Cuba regime, the Biden regime is accusing the Cuban regime of oppressing their people. And they think they should release those people that were arrested. Well, how about the January 6th? Oh, is that all on the up and up? Was that um, just trumped up? Is that um, not exactly what it was purported to be? So, Father, we ask for adjudication, every one of these areas, including the people in Cuba. Help all the people in Cuba, Father God. The children and, and those in positions of authority, Father God, send the Holy Ghost and send the proper labors to help them with their natural needs and their spiritual needs. And you said, if two of you on earth touch anything, ask it shall be done to my Father, which doesn't happen. And we know you don't want one of these little ones to perish, Father God. And that, that includes the little ones that grew up to become people that are trying to control other people against their will, which is what? Which is what witchcraft is. Which is what uh, people are doing in different areas, Father God. So, Father, we ask for adjudication. Everyone is every All witchcraft spirits eternally sinful on his spirits of sin. And do those spirits intend to do that. Written and or spoken in Jesus' name, according to Psalm 79:12. Render unto our neighbors several of their bosoms, their reproach, where they reproach the O Lord. 
and we do speak blindness to the enemy, goodness to the enemy, they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertain to each and every one of us. And from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Proverbs 18.10, the end of Psalm 91, because he set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. And Ephesians chapter 2, particularly verse 6. Thank you because of the blood of covenant. Our witness is in heaven. Jesus, who is our Savior, he rescued us. What did he bring before the throne of grace? His blood. That's what rescues us. That's his life. You say the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I, Jesus, I, God, have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. That's all the descendants of every believer. And maybe some of these children that are being taken away from their families are not Christians, Father God. But you could rescue them, too. What, what, the, what the enemy intended for evil, you intend for good, Father God. Sometimes people can be put in different situations where they get to find the real living God, Father, in Jesus' name, including some, some people, even some indigenous uh, Native Americans and other people in, in different lands, Father God. Whether it be in Canada or the United States, have been taken away from their families, Father God. They've been raped or, or molested, or Father God, terrible things done to them. But Father God, you want to rescue them. So Satan, you're bound. Every spirit of greed, corruption, perversion, every unclean spirit, all marine spirits, asmos, osmos, incubus, succubus, every ungodly spirit, feet running to mischief, every ungodly spirit, love of this present world, every spirit behind the lust of money, the love of money, every ungodly spirit for trying to control people against their will whether it's doctors, whether it's people trying to do their job in Ghana or trying to do their job in any other region, of those people that are looking for the truth, maybe going to a university or universal universalist church because they didn't know what they were doing. Their minds have been blinded, Father. Take the mind blinders. We hear that Satan is the mind blind. So Satan, you're the mind blinder. So-called strong man, you're bound. Every one of your single underlings are bound in Jesus' name. Every spirit of corruption is bound. Every unclean spirit is bound. Every spirit of perversion. Every ungodly spirit of gluttony. All ungodly spirits of, of worshiping the belly instead of worshiping the living God. Jesus said, God, but there's a flesh prophet is little. But, but the uh, the flesh prophet is little. But the, the flesh prophet is little. But the... But the but the spirit availeth much. But thank you, Jesus, for providing yourself a lamb for a burnt offering. Thank you, Jesus, that your blood of sprinkling is speaking better things than that of Abel over each and every one of us and all those in harm's way, not just the children in Ghana, the big children, the little children, the family members that spend all their money going back and forth for the depositions and the court hearings and all that stuff till they're broke. Father God, we ask you to provide all their needs according to your riches and glory. You said whatever you do for the least of these kind of is, is wonderful. But if we do something against the least of these, it would be better for a millstone to put over the, around their neck, Father God. Those people that are trying to harm those, kind of said about that, maybe some children want to go to a, a pediatrician to get a little help. And they're being told, oh, you have to get these vaccines. You can't be in our practice. Are the vaccines proven to be beneficial? Have they ever been tested? All the vaccines tested? Do they really do any good? Why do I need HPV vaccine? I'm not sexually active. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for waking up the people, causing the people to say, well, what's this vaccine for? Or what's this medical intervention for? Or why are they doing this thing to have a quota to arrest 
people that are uh, handling children inappropriately, Father. And we thank you, Father God, for your divine help and intervention in every one of these areas. And you promised us, Father. You said, if two of you on earth agree, just anything ask it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven. And Jesus said, in that day you'll ask me nothing. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Ask, and you shall receive it. Your joy may be full. And you said, in the last days I'll pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh. And we ask you to do so, Father God. We thank you for pouring forth of your spirit upon all the descendants of every believer. And as Pat Holiday once said, if all the family members of every believer, all the descendants of every believer came to faith in the one true creator God, there would be the most fantastic, amazing revival all over the earth. And we ask for that most amazing, fantastic revival to continue to heat up, Father God. And we thank you for the little sparks here and more sparks there. And it is happening. It is happening. Not just in Kentucky. In different places. We thank you, Father God. You, you're able to get hold years ago. All those, um, what were they, kind about that P- people in a totally different religion i think they were from islam and the people that were buddhists there were like thirty thousand buddhist uh priests or whatever they're called kind about that they came to faith in jesus we thank you jesus you appeared to some of the people you appeared to some of those because they're genuinely seeking seeking as somebody's genuinely seeking you know their hearts <laughs> the only the living god is the only one who knows my heart every one of our hearts so, Father, we ask you to give many, many a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, especially all the descendants of every believer, because you said the most high rules in the kingdom of man, and give it to whomsoever you will. And we thank you for doing so. And we give you praise and honor and glory, because Jesus knows what's happening. He knows the end all and be all. He gave little glimpses of it to Daniel in Daniel chapter 2. And we thank you for the little glimpses, because they're coming to pass, quite likely, if Oh,